Welcome to Swordnut Radio. Tonight, Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. We're going to get straight into it tonight, but we did do some character building stuff before the session. If you're interested in that sort of thing, it's at the end, after the bloopers. If you want to get in touch with us, send your thoughts and a random fact to swordnutradio at gmail.com. That's swordnutradio at gmail.com, or hit me up on Twitter, I'm at swordnut. I'll get out of your way. Welcome to Swordnut Radio, this is 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons. Tonight we're playing a game on my left is... Gimbal Galloglass, an exceptionally short individual with a harp. Played by Adam. And... Karahad, a dwarf bodybuilder with a shield. Played by Tom. Rue, a human with whose wiry, messy hair and a slight purple hint to his eyes. Mm. Played by Biddy. And... Uh, Mike, I will play Malorn the Bleak, and I will be a half-breed rogue. And I'm Paul, I'm the GM, I'm going to kill you all. Um, so... It's night time. You're in the city of Kerba, and the city has been under siege for five days. You're in a house. It's dark. The city's been under martial law. Lights aren't allowed at night, other than for essential purposes. So it's dark. That's nothing unusual. But there are some street lights out. Um, the walls are illuminated to help the soldiers. There has been combat raging for five days. Sometimes in the day, sometimes at night. Lately, it's been more nighttime. Sometimes there'll be you know, maybe one attack during the night to keep people on their toes. But this has been a sustained fight. You may have offered to help. I don't know. We'll discuss that in a bit. Um, but you are not enlisted in the defense of the city. They've got enough men, man in the walls. They will outlast. They had warning. People have come in from the Foulberg outside the city. They're the sort of the small, sort of um, shantytownish type thing outside the city. And things have quite kind of quietened down. There are plenty of rations. They seem willing to want to outlast this. I would like all of you to make a perception check, please. Twelve. Six. Mike. Eleven. Eleven. Tom, you may add your proficiency to this. In fact, no, sorry, you may you may roll with advantage. So it's wisdom perception check and you roll with advantage. Thirteen. Describe to me what it is that you are doing in this place. I'm pacing up and down, wanting to leave as soon as possible. I'm uh, sort of sitting in the corner, slightly huddled, repeating, it will be fine. I know we'll be fine. We'll be fine. I'm getting really annoyed with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm picking gunk out from under my fingernails, but all the while watching uh, Bleak pace backwards and forwards. I'm checking all the entrances and windows to see if everything's secure. Mm-hmm. Keeping a good weather eye out. Mm. You're especially vigilant. Would you like to roll another perception check? Yeah. Not with advantage, though. Twelve. Twelve, even. Okay. You're not seeing anything out of the ordinary in terms of the people around you, whatever. It's clear that everyone is tense in the city. You know, when you see someone moving there, they are on official business. It's after curfew. Everyone, once in a while, you may have been drafted to. You know, help with the curfew to sort of just shoot people on whatever. You're not really police force, but they want people on the wall. So the, the civilians have jobs here, okay? And as you draw a, an ale or get some food or you know, take another uh, turn as you're pacing around this room, you're going to start feeling the occasional rumble through your feet. Okay. The dwarf actually is going to pick this up first, so Karahad's uh, going to pick this up first. So you're going to feel a slight rumble beneath your feet. Moments later, the rest of you hear a creak. Okay. All of you, please make me a dexterity check. 
dexterity saving throw, sorry. Oh, damn. So your dexterity bonus plus your proficiency if you are proficient in dexterity saving throws. Uh, acrobatics. Alright. Uh, no, 13. 15, 13. 18. 18. 5. 5. <laughs> okay. Without any warning other than these little creaks and shudders, which you've taken to just be an attack on the walls, maybe there's a catapult out there or whatever, the building you're in collapses. It's a stone and timber building and it's collapsing around you. As an 18, you get to do something. What are you going to do? Grab him. You're going to grab Karahad. And try and thrust him in the general direction of safety. Like grab him and bring him with me. Okay. Um, he's a heavy dwarf. <laughs> so I'm going to say uh, you're just trying to move him by main force, so make me a strength check, please. Pure strength. Seven. Seven is not going to do it. So you, you grab hold of him, and really all you, you succeed in doing is anchoring him to you. Okay. Um, Fine. <clears throat> yeah. Pull yourself <laughs> off balance. <laughs> so the, the floor is shifted under you. The side of the building that you're in, you're in the corner of this building, and that has collapsed away entirely as you fall to the ground and you know, as you're in free fall almost as the the timbers kind of close around you you do see that you are falling further than ground level and then everything goes black it's five days earlier tell me what you're doing <laughs> five days earlier nice. i'm very nice i'm i'm in I'm nothing in no, so just sorry just to, to clarify it's five days earlier nothing has happened so far there's no attack Five days earlier, I'm in the bar. I'm currently playing my harp, just gently strumming. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Phrasing. Gently strumming. Yeah, harp is what he calls his penis. Let's just get that out there. Let's get it over with. No, 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 that's my flute. (laughs) (laughs) It has holes in it. (laughs) Doesn't yours? (laughs) Directional pissing. (laughs) It's good for blinding. Yeah, I'm just standing on, uh, yeah, just basically sort of a raised platform. Um, in this, in this, in strumming away, tinkling. Everyone else, what, what, what are you doing while he's playing his harp? I am sat on a chair, cleaning my fingernails, watching Bleak from under my hair. So you're an anime character. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should have a hood instead. Maybe, maybe I was looking for that's, my that's hood. not any better. No, probably not. Bleak, what are you doing? I've just come back from a job. And I'm just picking up some supplies, getting back to my hut, so I have some to eat and what have you. Like I've noticed him watching me from a distance. So what, what kind of job are you coming from? I can't really say. <laughs> I, I've, I've got a few scrapes. It's a bit of a dodgy one. It's a bit of a dodgy one. Oh, okay. Carahad. Just having a quiet drink. Wondering what stuff he's been up to. <laughs> cool. Listening to the, the bard play. Alright. So there is a general hue and cry that you're going to hear outside. It's the guard is coming past raising what is called in technical terms the hue and cry. It is a specific cry to let you know that all is not well and you need to pay attention and do what you're told now. Okay. Um, there's, there's a guy with a bell, uh, a guy behind him shouting, uh, fire, foes, murder, fire, foes, murder, fire, foes, murder. He doesn't seem too upset about it, but that's, that is the standard hue and cry. And it means generally that you should gather. Okay, so I'll sort of look around the room at everybody, um, see that everybody else looks slightly confused, and I'll um, just hook my harp onto my belt and head towards the door. Okay, what's everyone else doing? I'll start to stow my uh, various bits of paper that I had on the the table that I'd been reading through away in my bag and just generally get myself together. Telling people to get out, making sure that everybody's leaving. You'd be responsible? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you want to make me a charisma persuasion check, please? I'm not particularly asked. I'm just going to sit down. 
Do you not bothered? Nine. Nine. Um, so you're you're a bit blunt. You're a bit gruff yeah, with these yeah, people. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, come on. You know. <laughs> uh, so so most of them are getting up anyway because yeah, exactly. it, it's the rules. You have to you know. So if there's a queue and cry. You have to gather. Um, people will be checking. So you're not going anywhere, Bleak. No, I've just sat down. I, I, I'd like to think I already know what's happening because I've been out and about. You've been out and about. You do not know what's happening. Okay. You you know of no specific things okay. that's going on that would raise the hue and cry. Okay, cool. All right. Sometimes the hue and cry is actually raised for just general announcements, mm-hmm. things like that. But they're generally considered to be very important announcements. It's not every day this happens. The people who are moving, you know that you are going to be moving towards the keep where the Lord lives. There is uh, a space outside of that. Um, there's this kind of um, the the town has a wall around it, which is the primary defence. In one corner, next to the river that runs through the city, there is a whole, almost a quarter of the city walled off again, um, which is their central keep tower inside that. They've got a curtain wall around it, but the gates are usually open, and it's inside that space that you'd all gather. All right? So um, let me know what you are doing. Take it away. Okay. So um, I'm heading towards the door. I'm going to edge over to Rue. At this point, do I know the the changes that he's undergone. Yes, you're aware. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm just going to basically, I'm just going to edge over to him going, just like, any idea what's going on? Not really, to be honest. Not heard anything. None of the, none of the circle that I've been uh, hanging out with recently have really mentioned anything either. So. Does anyone want to make a check to see if you might know the skinny? So, what? Perception? Intelligence? Let's go for investigation if you've been taking an active interest in what's going on. I'm glad you said that. 16! Uh, so you, you have had your ear close to the ground. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with a 16, yeah. um, you have heard rumours about uh, villages and small towns in the Border Lakes region being sacked. There's been a bit of a roaring trade in mercenaries. But most of these places aren't rich enough to afford a proper mercenary band, so it's been just low-level thugs that have been going out trying to make a thing, and they're not that interested. But there has been a demand for them, not necessarily being fulfilled. That's what you know. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Info dump. Okay. Do you, do you reckon they're calling us to ask us to join? Nah, they won't be asking us to join. Might be asking us to stay out of the way, maybe, or so I, bugger, bugger off and get out of the city before they. You know, come calling here, but you know, this has been happening, you know, way off in the, in the out there and stuff. I doubt they'd attack somewhere like this. Gimbal's going to look a little bit disappointed and just be like, oh, okay. Maybe I can help. Be disappointed there's not going to be a huge battle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the, those of you who aren't going, what are you doing? Because, you know. I've, I've been out for a while. I'm just enjoying being able to just sit down mm-hmm. and just, like, reevaluate my life. Because you don't know anything about what's going on, I'm going to say that you've, if you've returned from out of town, yes. you've returned from a place called Seven Tides, which is further down the river, towards uh, in towards the country, okay. um, which is sort of smuggler stop number one kind of thing. It's, it's here and there is, is the two main places. Okay. So you're, you're in... In deep in thought. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So okay. I'll, I'll join Gimbal at the door and I'll shout over. Bleak, are you? Uh, you not coming to see what they have to say? I'll catch you up in a few minutes. Just, uh, I'm just gonna have a bit of a sit down. You sure, you know, we're, we're always happy for your company. You can, you know, walk with us. 
Thanks, Rue. Thanks. But I'll, uh... Fire foes murder. Fire foes murder. <laughs> Two silver fine if you ain't there. Fire foes murder. <sighs> All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, no, it's completely up to you. It is. Just, I'll be two minutes. I'll be two minutes. Let me just uh, get my shit. Okay. I'll follow you. Cool. So... The, at this point, the, the actual tavern owner has gone as well. Mm. You know, he, he was one of like, you know, not the first out of the door, but he doesn't want to be the last. But he's sort of like reluctantly leaving the door because he doesn't want to leave people in his tavern <laughs> while he's uh, got to go away. Are we getting over in good order, or what, what's happening along the way? Do you, do you want to stop and talk to the crowd? I'm just going to fire ideas at you because I'm your opinion on the situation. Along the way, I'm um, Gimbal's going to waffle a bit. He's going to be asking questions of um, of Rue, like, do you, do you reckon maybe the hiring? Do you reckon? Maybe want maybe the uh, they need spies. Maybe maybe they need um, entertainment for the troops. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice one. You know what? I think to be honest, um, if they're getting shot, if this is a raid, um, music is probably the last thing they're going to be thinking of. So they'll probably consider it a bit of a distraction. So actually, in many ways, they'll probably ask you to help by not helping. <laughs> so you know, I'm not, I'm not I'm not saying that you know they won't appreciate it. Just don't set yourself up to being like the concrete hero or anything, you know. They, they might not want anything to do with it, so. Gimbal's going to sort of gaze up at the sky and go, maybe I can get a drum. Battle drums would work. <laughs> <laughs> can I eavesdrop on other people who are walking out as well to see where they are? You most certainly can. You could make um, a wisdom perception check again. Um, you could make an insight, wisdom insight check to just get a general yeah. gauge on what's happening around you. Okay, yeah, I'll do the insight check. Go for it. So that's a 20. Nice. Is that nat 20? Nat 20. Nat 20. 20. Uh, With your modifier? That's um, 22. Wow. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. You can tell that uh, in this crowd, most people are interested. This is entertainment for them. Mm. They're not intimidated. They don't feel scared. But it's all like, oh, something might be happening. It might be a public execution. (laughs) Hey. But you will pick out, with a 22, you will pick out that uh, the guards seem on edge. Okay, bad stuff coming. They're keeping the lid on it really well, mm. but they are on edge. Everyone else just going quietly? Yeah, I've caught up with the group now. I'm just cool. silently walking behind them all, taking yeah. it all in. All right. So you're going to get to the main square, and uh, Baron Dukeith himself actually comes out onto a, sort of a low parapet uh, where he can address people. It seems like this is actually built for this public proclamation kind of thing. Outside the main keep tower, you're inside the walls uh, of, of the keep main tower in front of you and he's sort of standing I think um, Saruman at Isengard you know hmm. that, that little uh, balcony he had and he's going to come out and his herald is going to shout there's going to be some trumpeting just to let you know that you need to shut up and listen now and as the crowd quiets down every once in a while one of the, the guards will actually sort of like prod one of the kids who's not shut up and, and make them shut up and you know the people who are gossiping or whatever will get a bit of a poke and say pay attention this is a little bit unusual, because normally they just let things settle. After everyone has shut up uh, and the heralds have, have stopped bellowing at people, uh, Baron Dukeev is actually going to address the public in person. This is not something that happens very often. Normally it's a proclamation by his reeve or something like that, his representative. And he's going to announce the city will be under attack within the day. Those living outside the city will remove to inside the city. You will take only the possessions you can carry and all the food and provisions that you have available to you. You will be assisted. Go now. 
and immediately a couple of hundred people just like just run straight out and they find the nearest guard guard points them towards somewhere else where there is in fact a contingent of guards um, small contingent and with every sort of group of five or six people another guard will sort of like be detailed off and, and go with them and they run out to uh, the west side of the city where the Falberg is to everyone else he says the city will be under martial law as of sundown and he w- walks back into the tower there is silence <laughs> everyone roll initiative <laughs> ouch six uh, eleven Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Fourteen? Fifteen. Fifteen. Awesome. Okay. Uh, everyone roll me a dex, uh, dex save. <laughs> Nat 20. Nice. <laughs> Two. Eight. 20. Nat 20. Ten. Ten. You have to speak up, Mike. Sorry. Ten. Ten, sorry. <laughs> Ten is good enough. Eight is not. Mm. We had Karahad and Gimbal who both rolled 20s. Yeah. Uh, it's it's night time. Your house has collapsed. You've managed to land well in a pocket of undamaged area, so a bit of the superstructure of the room around you has kind of like formed around you. Unfortunately, Bleak, you were just a bit too close to there, so while Karahad was inside this little pocket, you got clipped by the falling structure in there, and you are going to take four damage. Room? Mm-hmm. You were not so lucky. You were actually thrown clear of the building and have landed in a hole. And you are going to take... Well, you land well. You're going to take one damage. Okay. I don't actually have enough hit points with this character anymore to take much damage. Mm-hmm. I used to play the fighter. The building is still collapsing around you. This is the first part to go. The rest of the building is still moving. What are you doing? Karahad, we'll go in initiative order. I'm going to get up and uh, try and get, get Bleak up. Okay. Uh, how are you going to do that? Are you going to move things off him or...? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you can see that somebody's hit him on the way down, so I'm just going to try and pull it, pull the beams and things off him just to get him just get him up and moving. Cool. Are you helping him do that? Yeah, definitely, yeah. All right. Using so his leverage to pull myself up as well. If you are, that's going to be your action. Okay. And so you're using the action to create an advantage. Karad, Tom, you are going to roll a strength check with advantage. That's nine. Yep. And advantage, damn you, Tom! Advantage! <laughs> Five, ten, <laughs> ten. Yeah. He rolled nine and ten. Roll a ten? Yeah. Okay, um, he's going to try and lift this off you. While it's not, its weight is not on you, it's not going to do you any more damage, you are still kind of pinned. It's kind of got your clothes there, and he can't quite lift it off you. Okay. So that's your go as well. You were next in initiative order. Uh, Root? I'm going to see that they're struggling and that they can't get this over, and I'm going to go over and try and help. You cannot see them. You are out of this building. Oh, I got thrown. Oh, right. You were in a pit. Would like to describe this pit? Yes, please. As you look around this pit, you get uh, take a bearing on you. Uh, this pit is about five foot deep. It's not it's not too deep, but it seems like it's been filled with rubble from this house. Would you like to perceive anything about this thing? Yes, uh, if you so make so. a perception check, this is going to be an active thing. This is going to be your action, or you can yeah. take it as a bonus action, and I will make you roll with disadvantage because you're taking a quick look in the dark. But okay, yeah, because I want to get out of this hole. Okay, cool. Roll with disadvantage. Seven, six, so seven with, what is that? Disadvantage, you take the lowest, so it's six. Oh, sorry, six. It's perception, wisdom perception. Nine. Uh, yeah, this hole is full of rubble. There's a lot of uh, stone where your feet are. There's bits of timber starting to fall towards you. As the top of the building that you're looking at um, is, st- is leaning towards you and it's going to fall into this hole with them in it. With them in it? Yes. As in these guys? As in everyone. Okay. Rush to his location then. 
Well, no, I can't do because I don't know where you are. You have a rough idea where he is. Okay, I'll start heading in their direction because I don't know where they are, so I'm searching for them. Okay, so you're just going to climb up and, and climb over these things like, towards this leaning in building. That is going to have to be an acrobatics check because you're scrambling everywhere to get this while this building is coming down around you. 13. I get no modifier. 13, no modifier. Yep, you can scramble up the bricks. Um, you you get to the corner of this building um, and you can just make out where these guys are. You can see that he's pinned. Mm -hmm. You can see that um, Karad's trying to help him up. And you can see whatever the hell it is Gimbal's doing, which is... Um, I'm sort of flapping a bit, like, what do I do, what do I do? Uh, a bit unsure, but when he sees Rue get to the top of this pit, he's just going to be, you're going to be like, Rue, help! <laughs> Okay, uh, what's your actual action going to be? My actual action is going to be to run towards these guys and see if I can help. Okay, so would you like that to be your bardic inspiration to Rue? Yeah, yeah, go on. Okay, I'm, I'm flapping, he's scrambled to the top, I'm going to look at Rue and I'm just going to use my bardic inspiration. No, he, you don't have to roll the die, he mm -hmm. just gets the die oh, to right. spend. So cool, so you get a d6. Give him a d6. Oh. As a bard. Have a bardic inspiration die, maybe a no. spangly one. I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to buy some special die for this. So yeah, I'm just going to look at. I'm just going to. I'm just going to point at um, Malone and um, Karahad. I'm just going to be like, help. Cool. If you manage to, if you if you want to get a huge inflatable D6, I will give you inspiration on every single roll that you ever make. <laughs> I'm just thinking about where I can get one now. Old fashioned one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. So I missed that. Yep. I'm just going to see Rue and I'm going to point at. Malone and Bleak, and obviously Bardic Inspiration, I'm going to help, and he's going to run over him. Cool, so you're going to get that onto your next thing. Um, mm -hmm. So anytime within the next ten minutes, so you don't have to use it on your next one, but you, you can use it. Okay, okay top cool. of the round. Karahad. Before we go any further, that Bard, that the Inspiration, Bardic inspiration thing, yeah. could you, um, does it have to be that, that specific action that you asked him to do? So, so you said help, and you pointed at that. Does he have to use it for that action? No. Okay. He, he is inspired at this moment. Right, okay. Right, okay. So it's the top of the round, and I'm going to make a random roll. Do you know what the screen's for? I've had that. This, yes, this, there's, a quote, there's a quote from um, the guy who writes for PvP and Table Titan and stuff, and it says, on the back of any DM screen, all it should say is use this screen to make rolls and pre to pretend to make rolls and look up uh, rolls. Because <laughs> um, you should just make it up. Um, in all seriousness, when I roll random stuff, I'm waiting for the dice to give me a pointer. You know, like how you already kind of know what you want to do, but it's not crystallised in your head. You know, if someone says, oh, you've got a choice between A and B options, and you can't decide between them, yeah, and someone says, flip a coin, they should never show you what it is, because you'll be hoping for it to be one or the other. Mm. Um, so that's what I do with dice. Okay. So I don't necessarily have a number in my head, but I'm kind of going for it, um, seeing if it gives me an extreme thing. So, well, this is actually, to, I do actually have a number in mind for this one, I'm not making this one up. The building is going to start collapsing further. Everyone roll me a dexterity save. <laughs> you are inspired. Eight. So Ten. I can use this to add to that roll. Yes, you can if you wish to. Yeah, because it's 15. a natural one. So. Uh, six. <laughs> so you rolled a... I rolled a one. You, so you got six altogether. So I got six with my five from 18. that. So Eighteen I, dexterity. Give this back to you now. Uh, yep, yep. Yep. Spent it. Give it back. Everyone who got less than ten. Um, hi. <laughs> yep. Rue, as you charge up, you sort of, you lose footing badly as, as you come up, and it looks like this beam's going to smack you in the head. But just at the last moment, you know, you, you have this burst of kind of burst of energy that you feel. Roll me an Arcana, please. Oh, nineteen plus ooh, twenty-three. This is not natural energy. 
Mm. This is not adrenaline. You are very aware this is not an adrenaline burst because you are already up there. This is something more. So you have a little extra burst and um, you sort of manage your foot uh, manages to find a rock that's pretty secure, you know, one of the, 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 sort of the foundation stones of this place. And you rock it up and you get just past this beam that's going to kill you, but it still manages to strike your leg and you are going to take two points of damage. Gimbal, mm-hmm. you um, are not watching your surroundings while you're calling out. And as this, uh, this shift occurs, you're going to slip. Mm-hmm. And you're actually going to lose your footing and fall. You're, you're going to slip and go tumbling into um, a rock. That, you know, so one of the bricks of this, this house, sorry, the, it's a stone building. So one of the stones actually there in this corner is out. So you're going to stumble into this and lose two and get two points of damage. Okay. The rest of you knew this was going on and you've managed to shift around. You're still pinned, uh, Bleak, but things have started to shift around. Do you want to roll me a flat d20, please? Let's see how lucky you are. 14. Okay, uh, then you are lucky and the shift has actually moved this thing. You're no longer pinned. Brilliant. Okay, so the beam that was holding you down is no longer holding you down. Karahad, you were easily able to just keep your footing. Mm. Did you roll a natural 20 again? No, that was a 15. That was a 15, but he's already he's already stood. If you, if you want, with with the, with your dexterity check, you can stand up if you want. Reaction. Okay, okay. So you sort of, the lurch of the building, kind of like, oh, I'll just stay here then. <laughs> Ta-da! <Yeah>. Jazz hands. <laughs> Uh, so top of the round, Karahad, buildings falling into this hole. Yeah. Can I help out these guys? You can try. Yeah. What do you want to do? To Gimbal's tumble, I want to help, try and help him up. So he's fallen over, how yeah. do you want to help him up? And this is, you are inside a building that is falling down right now. Um, I want to kind of use my shield as, just to try and pick him up with one arm while, while I'm just like trying to stop things falling on us. Excellent. Okay, do you want to make me an athletics check, please? And do you want to try and get out of this building? Yeah, we're trying to get us towards the door, yeah. The, there is no door. <laughs> there is a gaping hole with, the... with stuff falling. <laughs> yeah, I want to get out of the building. <laughs> yeah. So you barrel out this building. Okay, make me a strength athletics check, please. Eight. Eight. Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, he's tiny, so you can pick him up easily. That's that's not a thing. However, there's so much stuff falling on you that you're having problems keeping the shield up and getting out their full pace. So what's going to happen is that um, your arm is going to take a battering through this, like bits are sort of falling off and you're not quite protecting yourself enough. You're protecting the tiny little man underneath your arm, <laughs> but you're sort of neglecting your own and you're going to take two points of damage. Take it, you bitch. And you're going to m- not going to succeed in getting out of this building. You're going to get almost to the edge of the building and you are staring at a hole in front of you. It's not. There's no easy way to, uh, to level ground. The hole that the building is falling into. Yeah. As, as you're looking at it, if you're looking at a, a round hole, which is about 15 feet across, the corner of the building took up one quadrant of that circle. So you've got open ground to left and right of you, um, but straight in front of you is a hole that's rapidly filling with bits of detritus. Bleak! Now I'm stood up, I'm going to take note of the situation and realise we, ha- we have to get out of this building, otherwise we're going to die. Um, I take a look around and I see that you're heading in the right direction to get out. Well, to get, sorry, I'm looking at Karahad and he's going the right direction. I'm the direction to get out. Right? Yeah, you yeah. are in that direction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I go for that, for that direction as well. Okay. Um, just for a mechanical thing, if you want to make a running jump, you've got a run-up. I'll give you a run-up for it. And that means that your maximum jump is your dexterity score. So in feet. Okay. So you have a dexterity score of? 19. 19, so you can leap 19 feet without a check because you've got to run up for it. That would clear this hole. 
we all know what we're going to do. <laughs> yes, I'm going to run and jump. Okay, cool. Uh, in fact, make a DC. It's a D, sorry. It's a DC ten check to uh, to get that number of feet. So roll me a dexterity acrobatics. This is where he says you've got a plus ten in acrobatics anyway. It's twenty one. Twenty one. Easy. Nice landing. Stick it. Hands up. Eight point five from the Russian judge. Cool. Robbed. They're <laughs> 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 listening. Yeah. Hello, Putin. <laughs> so now it is room. Okay. So you're you're. Out the hole and out the building, so you're safe now. So, okay, so I'm at the breach. You two are kind of heading towards me. Can I, as my action, ready, help? The building is collapsing onto you. I think for your action, you need to do something fairly spectacular right now. You are in the path of a collapsing building. (laughs) Specifically, if the building is, you're on the corner of the building, it's collapsing straight towards you as you are in basically the corner of the building in the centre of this hole. Mm -hmm. You were on the far side of the hole. You decide to go back into the building. So it's a 15-foot-down hole. so about 7.5 feet, 8 feet in 45 degrees from you. Yeah. It's open ground where a building is not collapsing. I really want to help you guys, but I also kind of don't want to die. <laughs> don't want so... to be the Wicked Witch of the East. <sighs> I've got absolutely nothing, nothing whatsoever I can help you with other than coming to you, which just seems like the most insane thing to do in the world. <sighs> Sorry, guys. going to run. Gonna run, get myself to Write safety. This down, he didn't say this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is all happening simultaneously. So you're running out of the building while he's getting up to his feet. So you know, like as he decides to book it, uh, do me another um, dexterity. Uh, let's just call it a straight dex. Eight. You're gonna get out of there, and I'm not gonna hit, keep punishing you with hit point loss because things aren't gonna hit you. Are gonna get out of this place. It's a fairly easy thing. You were already up at a level, mm-hmm. at ground level. It's basically to scramble over these rocks, but in doing so, you are gonna twist your ankle, okay. which is gonna give you disadvantage on anything dexterity based, and it's gonna half your speed. Okay. Gimbal, you are underneath the dwarf's arm. <laughs> not really much I can do here. All right, I'll I'll just say to the dwarf, put me down. I'll, you'll be quicker without me. Do you want to use that as your inspiration? Do you have another one left? Do you want to? I inspire? do have another one left, but no, I'm not going to use it. It might come in helpful later. But no, I'm just going. I'm just going to say to the dwarf, put me down. Um, you know, you'd be quicker without me. <laughs> yeah, I, I weigh about the same as a loaf of bread, but you know, can, can I get? Will he drop me, or can I get him to drop me? It's his, it's his go next. Okay. So uh, let me just roll. All right, building is going to continue to collapse on you. Um, Karahad, roll me a. Well, are, are you going to try, as this building is coming down on you, you have the choice whether you want to dodge out of the way, sort of throw yourself across the pit or to one side or whatever, or do you want to man up and take it? And just... uh, I want to dodge it. You want to dodge it? Yeah. yeah dodge definitely. it. Uh, roll me a dexterity check. 19. <laughs> plus, plus one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, say it out loud. It deserves. It deserves that. Yeah. Where what? did you get? Where did you buy your dice from? Can I have some, please? <laughs> the Paul's dice. <laughs> Paul, my, where did you buy your dice? They're from? my work dice specifically. That's the dice that I use to determine what I'm going to have for lunch. It has never yet rolled so high. A twenty, and I get a burrito. I ain't rolled one yet. Um, he, you realise he's condemning you to a life of rabbit food now. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to be having fucking salads from Tesco's for the next six months. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you're going to throw yourself to one side, left or right? Left. Left, cool. Let's, so you, you got out of the pit, didn't you? Yeah. Left or right? Uh, left. Okay, so you're on opposite sides of the pit, because you're facing each other. <laughs> so, um, so you're on opposite sides of the pit, uh, so you're basically on three points, so you're on the opposite side here. Okay, right. 
Um, so you've got the corner of the house pointing towards the middle of this pit. You are on the far side opposite that corner. Bleak, Karahad and Gimbal are on the left-hand side of it. Ruby's on the right-hand side with a sprained ankle or a twisted ankle. Not sprained, twisted. You can walk it off. Mm-hmm. Bleak, what are you doing? Building about to fall on you. I thought I jumped out of the way of that. Or I just jumped it's out falling of towards this structure. This this building is more than 15 feet tall, leaning into this 15-foot pit. It's going to come at you. Right, okay. Um, I'm going to run towards the right, towards Rue. Yep. Uh, just to help him along. And um, I'm I trust these two are okay. Now, do you want to do something sensible and just run? In which case, I'm going to have you roll a flat dexterity save. Yep. All right. Or do you want the option of doing something cool, and I'm going to make you roll an acrobatics check where you get a better bonus, but you're going to roll with disadvantage? That's the acrobatics, I think. Go for it. Roll with disadvantage. I like it. I like it. 14. 5. <laughs> 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 so as... Uh, well, firstly, take advantage. I don't have my counters, but take advantage. You have a, you have a point of advantage for, for going along with me. Um, so describe how you try to do something cool and fail. So I'm going to do something cool. Um, I know this path towards him is very narrow, but I'm usually quite dexterous, and I can usually you know like force my weight and do, maybe do a little wall run or something over over this the narrow path. But as I've gone to do it, I've kind of lost my footing, and I just kind of like, like wobbled and just like nearly fell into the pit. But I kind of like straightened myself up and pretended that no one saw it. Okay, well you don't get away with that. So uh, you are going to fall by this pit, and you're going to fall sort of. So your your face is kind of over the top of the pit here, and you did get slightly out of the way, and you know you're on the other side of the pit. So what you're going to be doing is kind of kind of face planting, and your your head is kind of over the top of this thing. Okay. All right. Everything's quiet. This building has just collapsed into this pit, and there are some sounds of creaking wood as it as it settles. But everything's gone quiet for a second. What are you doing? I'm going to shout something. Is it? Like, is everyone all right? Is everyone alive? Gimbal's a bit dazed, and you're just going to be like, "I'm fine." It's five days earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it's night. The evacuation of the Falberg is going slowly. For anyone who wants to take notice, does anyone want to take notice at all yeah, of what's what's going on in the city? Does I've anyone want to make a check? I've see never seen an on? evacuation before, and I'm always up for new things. This is insight, wisdom insight. <laughs> I think you might need to get different dice. Yeah, yeah. three. I'm I'm going to roll for it as well. Wisdom insight because okay, uh, sixteen. Man of the people. Oh wait, wait, no, sorry, fifteen, fifteen. These dice have never done anything but screw me over the entire that time I've owned them. Do you keep on using them? I know, I keep on Would you like them. to use this d20? No. No, 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 no. This is punishment for not having bought my new character dice. Yep, fair enough. I wonder if you'll kill anyone this time. <laughs> <laughs> so, who's doing what in, in this in the wake of this evacuation? I'm securing down a pack because I'm I've got the instincts I need to leave before they shut down the city fully. Okay. Are you going to attempt to leave the city? That's my plan, yes. Okay, I'm going to say that you've got that. You've you managed to get back, get the pack, um, and you're going to make uh, an attempt to leave. How are you going to attempt to leave? First of all, I'm going to check, them, check the gates, see if they'll let me through. Nope. If, if not, then looks like I'm doing some climbing. No one out if you ain't on detail. Okay, I'm going to climb a wall out. Or maybe okay. check for tunnels, somehow get out. But I've got Thieves' Camp, so I, I know that um, it, I'm going to use it to know if there's any other um, there are methods out. dozens of ways out of the city however all of them are known by the local thieves 
and it is organized crime there is a, a guild of sorts and there is, there are definitely people in charge of those areas okay. you don't get to smuggle on your own time essentially and if you're doing something someone wants a piece of it so someone is controlling each of those areas Okay. So, do you want to scale a wall, or do you want to try one of these? I'm gonna try. With, I'll use my thieves' cant to see if I can persuade them to get me out of the city. Okay. Well, your thieves' cant is about passing secret messages, and noticing the messages, and, and seeing what's going on. Yeah, you can talk to thieves in a bit of a patois, but in this case, what you're gonna see is that as you approach each of these areas, there are kind of like intersections where people have like put hobo signs up. Um, some of them are permanent, and some of them are not. Some of them will be scratched into the dirt. Some of them will be um, modifications underneath existing signs. And on one of them that you go to, which is has the sign for "This is a good way out in spot of bother," you notice there's a notch carved under it, and that is the sign for "Not today." Okay. Fuck then. Right. Okay. <laughs> are you going to spend more time trying to get out, or are you going to? Well, if the thieves don't have a way out and I can't get out through the gates, I, the walls are pretty large. I don't fancy falling off, so I'm going to have to resign myself to the fact that I might have to stay. So I'm going to go off and find these guys. What's everyone else doing? So you're you you, you roll the check to see what the yeah, lay of the line. I've got, I got fifteen. You got fifteen total. Mm-hmm. Uh, for your insights, okay. You were watching people coming in and out of this gate, seeing what was happening, and you're seeing a lot of people being deputised to go and help clear the Falberg out. People are bringing in more than they should, really. They're bringing in possessions as well as food and, and sort of bedding and clothing and things like that. So bringing non-essential items. Karahad, what are you doing during this time, folk hero? I'm trying to help trying to help people carry their things and just make sure everything's not as chaotic as it could be. Cool. So. Uh, I'm going to say as well with, with your... Um, sorry, with... Uh, Gimbal's check that um, you are able to actually point out to guards like who's having some problems, mm-hmm. and and you're you're making a difference. People are sort of you know people who are not necessarily like asking for help but who need it. So you're able to say, well, you know that guard's come back and he hasn't had you know more than two things in his hands. You know, it's just get it, get it moving. It's genuine concern kind of stuff. So you're helping. Carahad, you are actually physically trying to get people in. So you deputise yeah. yourself. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. You are given an armband. Okay. Which identifies you uh, as a friendly. And you are told that if you lose that armband, you ain't getting back in. Uh, this is a blue armband. That it has the, the Duke Eve crest on it, which is a a griffin's head on a, on a, a black circle. Okay. So do all our group have these, or just people are going in and out? Just people are going out who have been deputised. Cool. Your name has been taken. They ask for you for your place of residence. And there's there's a clerk sort of by the gates as well. He's sort of making notes who's going in, who's coming out, who's been deputised and whatever, and he seems very run off his feet. Um, I want you to roll me an athletics check, please. See how well you're going to do. It's 20. 20. Fucking hell! <laughs> uh, you're going to do pretty well. Describe to me uh, how you're helping people out, specifically. Not just generally, but like you're doing really well. Uh, well, I'm just trying to make sure that I'm, well, all the um, older residents are trying to get all their stuff in. So I've kind of got... Like one barrel over here, and I've got some people's like sleeping materials here, and I've got like a, a small child giving him a piggyback as well. You know, <laughs> a proper to... pack dwarf again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like um, a small like bison a... on the other shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> granny hooked on his belt. Yeah. Yeah. The granny herself carrying an, um, <laughs> like a, an ass of some sort. Yeah. Rue. I am going to go have a chat with some of my contacts to see if I can squeeze a bit more information about who exactly is about to attack us. Let's do... Let's do a straight-up intelligence check. Or if you'd like to roll a charisma persuasion to try and squeeze someone a bit. Uh, 
Because you're talking to a contact. It's a personal thing, you know. It's up to you. Um, yeah, okay. So persuade some of my contacts to tell me, because obviously they, they want to keep it tight lit. The, the, the guy in charge didn't want to say too much. They probably don't want to pass on too much as well. But that would be a 15 with persuasion. 15 with persuasion? Okay. Um, so you're going to find someone uh, who actually has a high or low? High or low place in society? Uh, uh, high. All right. So you're going to find someone um, who actually works in the find someone who works in the exchequer, mm-hmm. uh, which is where all the clerks work. They are going to tell you that there's a large force coming. The rumor is that it's the same force that's been causing all these problems in the borders. And he says that reinforcements have been called for, but no reply has been received. They use pigeons for um, messages. You know that. That's, okay. that's common knowledge. So in the space of an afternoon. Maybe it's like on that cusp of they should have maybe had a response. Maybe they're not going. Maybe, maybe it's just on its way. Or, yeah. Yeah. Borders are a big place. That's okay. what you know. Cool. So looking for a way out, not finding one. Not finding one. But now, have I caught with these guys yet? I'm gonna say you can catch up with these guys. You can see um, Karahad coming in and out of the the gates. You know, with um, small children of every limb. Um, you 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 can see um, Gimbal standing on top of a barrel somewhere, pointing out. Things this that, and the other, um, you know, maybe sort of um, directing people once they get in. Just like you can see that this this Clark fellow is is really overstressed and he's sending people to the wrong place. And he was no, 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 over there. They've got room. Come on, yeah, no, like standard kind of stuff. Um, I'm gonna call out to Karahat and go, band. Where do you get that from? Got it, because I go Devatai, so I gotta go. So you you can get out then. Yeah, yeah. So I can get out. Yeah. From where I get up one then from then. Uh, you gotta talk to the cleric. Okay, I'm gonna go talk to him. So we can get an old man. Uh, he's not a cleric, he's a clerk. Oh, sorry, clerk. Clerk. So there's a, there's a clerk there. Um, so this clerk is, is going to turn to you and um, he's, he's sort of frantically sort of writing things down and pointing people and then people, like, you have to kind of wait your turn. It's like people are, are asking this guy where to go. Uh, Gimbal is, is right next to him, sort of up, up high kind of thing. And he's going he's gonna to turn to you and he's, he's not even going to look up. He's going to name. Malone. Residence. Here. Dependents, kids, none. I think elderly, infirm, none. He's gonna look up, look at you. Where's your stuff? On me. Coming in or going out? Going out. You volunteering? Yes. <laughs> Place of residence. Yeah. Street. You can make one up. Um, I don't know. <laughs> the one near the bath. I don't know. Um, um you, you you live. I tell you what. Because you're not volunteering, you live in a place called Slutwell Lane. Yes. Which is in the bad part of town where all the brothels are. Yes, okay, there, Slutwell Lane. All right, you should look, at, look up and down here and go, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Do I get a band? Hang on. So you look at this, and, and while he's doing this, he's sort of treating other people and sort of, you know, people going around. Did you give him your real address or not? No. No, roll, roll a charisma deception. 18. He believes you. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you might have told him you live in the swanky part of town, fuck it. Okay. Um, <coughs> <Horwell> Lane. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, say River Street or something like that, which is one of the main streets through the city, like where off the market. And he, did, he, he, he believes you. So he's going to go, right, okay. You know the Falberg? Yep, very well. Okay. Um, get out there. Uh, we've, we've cleared the outer rim. And uh, we, we, just want, we just want the, the inner side uh, near the mud market. Okay, cool. And you want what happening with that? Just them all out or? Everyone out. Only what they can carry. Food, provisions, blankets, nothing fancy. 
Okay. Get in. Okay. On your own, he gives you an armband. Putting on the armband, and I nod to you. Roll, roll to see if I can discern his uh, intentions. Insight. But you've so, got to beat your score, which was 18. 18. Oh, I thought that was only against the gate guard. This is this but... is what his uh, his check was. So this is an opposed roll. Come on, that's one. 19. Bastard. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you you know full well he gave a false address. Yeah. Because you, you guys have been hanging out in Slotwell Lane. This is yeah. where you know you you know where he lives. Yeah. So so that that clued you off, and then you're like, you, he's got no intention of coming back. You you know that this is exit strategy. Yeah. So. I'm gone. I'm walking very ah. quickly away from that city. Anyone got anything desperate they want to do? Yeah. I want to use minor illusion on the guard that he's speaking to. You're not there. You're you're hitting up this friend of yours. Oh yeah, good point. Okay. I'm just gonna shout to Karahad. He's carpering. <laughs> <laughs> and it's night time. You're next to a building that's collapsed into a <laughs> hole, and it's settling and it's quiet. I'm gonna let Bleak roll a perception check with advantage because you got your head in this hole. Everyone else, perception. So. 16. No, 15. 9. 5. Karahad, with a 5, is is too preoccupied with the destruction around him and making sure uh, that Gimbal's okay, like set him down and you know, make sure that he's dusted off or whatever. That's your concern. Sorry, Rue? 9. 9. You are going to still hear the sounds of this building settling in on itself, collapsing a bit into the hole. It doesn't strike you as, as odd other than this is a collapsed building, a hole, which is in itself odd. Gimbal... And Bleak, you are going to start hearing noises which you don't think tally with this building. You know, something's odd. Like something will settle and then you'll hear some scratching noises. And you'll hear some things that sound like that sound like a hard hit. Like metal striking stone. Bleak, you are going to be very much uh, aware that this is metal striking stone coming from inside the pit. Okay. Can I use my dark vision to see into the pit? You are doing so at the moment. Okay. Okay. You're going to start seeing um, stones shifting into the bottom of this pit, going down. Like someone's moving them away, or they're just falling further down. Into the if pit. that's if that's your assumption, yeah. But they are moving downwards. Something like whether it's collapsing further, you or whatever, you can't tell. But something's moving downwards. What are we doing? Initiative order. Karahad. <laughs> With a five, I can't really do much, can I? No, no. So... This, this, that's just your perception of of the, the situation around you. Okay. But um, so you know those facts. You just haven't noticed anything else. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm just checking that nothing else is going to fall in. Then you know, for the destruction. In that case, I want you to uh, look at this thing, and you're going to roll a perception check. Yep. And I'm going to give you as a bonus action because it's you're, you're glancing up at this. So you can still do something else. As you look at this building, the stones seem to be speaking to you. Okay. All right. Okay. There's the, you've not really had this for like you feel you feel quite at home in stone buildings, like like most people do. Like it seems more secure to you and all that sort of stuff. But in this, you're looking, and because you're looking for some for specific stuff, you're you're looking, you know, for information. It seems like the stones are kind of talking to you. So roll the advantage. Eighteen. 18, excellent. So as you look here, you do notice that these stones are slipping in ways they shouldn't slip, and you're not looking into the hole, but you are looking at the building, which you didn't notice before, but it's it's not moving like stones should. Like, they should be staying where they are, or they should be settling off, or they should be coming outwards or whatever, but they're moving into the hole still, and they shouldn't. This seems wrong to you, so as you look yeah. into the hole, you see what 
bleak as seen, and the, these, you know, this structure is disappearing into this hole. What would you like to do as your action? Uh, I'd like to tell everybody about it. I'd like to show that the that the stones are speaking to you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you feel almost like it's it's. This is information you're not getting from little bits of detail. This information that is kind of coming out of nowhere. Yeah, I just want to. Um, I'm not going to say the stones are speaking to me. I just want to show that something something dangerous is going to happen here. Um, Spidey just, sense. Yeah, yeah, and just everybody just, just watch out. Um, for those keeping score at home, this is stone cunning. So it's not every, something that every dwarf has, but that dwarf has it, and it's the first time that's happened to you. Yeah. So you've heard a shout of. You know, something's happening, what do you want to do? I'm going to say you, you have one action. You have a move or an action. There's like half a round. So, bleak. I'm going to pull out my hand crossbow, my dagger, and go, like what? Yeah, you've heard, you've heard danger, fuck it, weapons out. Yeah. Yeah, I can believe that. Wow. Cool. Rune? I want to do an arcana check for this pit if something weird is happening in it. And I don't know what it's about. Go for it. That's... 13 plus ooh, 17. 17. Mm. Something is amiss. <laughs> That's literally all you've got. Not something, not energies brewing, not you know someone trying to weave magic or anything like that that you, that you might kind of key off. There's nothing specific going on. No, no energies coalescing. It's just something is off. And if you, if you were to, if, if you were to, if you were to give it. If you were to give it a one-word description, yeah, it would be more. There is more here. Okay, it's not a disturbance. There's more. Gimbal, <laughs> panicking. Um, I'm I'm gonna just uh, stand up and I'm just gonna be like I'm gonna use my bardic inspiration again. I'm gonna use it on Rue. Um, actually, then I'm gonna use it on Karahad. Yep, because he's closest to me. So, and I'm basically just gonna be like. Um, can you figure out what it is? Or do you know what's going on? Okay, so this this tiny little man with huge eyes <laughs> look up at you. Please uh, help. Yeah, basically, so, basically says, what's happening? Yeah. There is there is actually a small harp playing. <laughs> um, <laughs> sort of sympathetic notes. So I sort of nervous thing. It's on my belt and I'm just like, clink, 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 clink. You are going to actually hear Gimbal's harp in your head. This goes on. And it reminds you of a heroic story he told once, which speaks to you. And you decide that you're gonna fucking man up. Okay. And it's up to you. Then you feel you feel very like empowered by this. So that's that's your bardic inspiration die. Everyone roll initiative again, please. God damn it. Fourteen. Nine. Six. Ten. As this shifting happens and you get so weapons ready and you, you, you get kind of on around, the one person not surprised is the one staring into the hole looking for trouble, and that is bleak. So you get to act this round. What you're going to see is that um, more of these sounds of metal hitting stone occur. One of the larger stones gets pulled aside. Some hands appear, rip apart the, the, the ground and this and the other, and a head pokes up. And before you can really um, respond, two guys are going to pop out of this thing. And they're covered with dirt and they've got picks in their hands. And they're carrying, like, you know, uh, what, what seems to be some pretty uh, pretty nondescript armour. And one of them has a, a small buckler, and you can see swords at their sides. And they're going to scramble up this towards you. Okay. What do you do? I'm going to fire my hand crossbow at the closest person. Do it. 
I got a 25. You hit. That's going to hit. And is that a crit as well? Was it, does it now 20? 25, yeah. Well, yeah, it says 20 plus 5, so yeah. So you crit. Yeah, you can do max damage. So, or no, you're going to roll twice or you can do max damage? I think um, we went for roll twice. We went for roll so twice. Yeah. Roll right. damage, die twice, then add, twice, then add your modifier. 10. I think. Damage of 10? I think so, yeah. Okay, so you're, you're going to strike this first guy and he is just going to go down and fall back into this hole. Okay. Straight down. Probably like Wilhelm scream into the pit. So he's kind of popped up and I've gone, and I've shot him, like James Bond style. As it hit, and it hits him straight in the forehead. And then can I then shout like something to the rest of the team that's another an action or is that something? Yeah, you've got, you've got your full round. So if you want to shout something, that's a bonus action. That'll do. Okay. Guys, we've got we've got incoming. So they're going to act, and then everyone else gets to act out. Then we're going to back to the top of the round because this is sort of their surprise round. Well, none of you had quite the drop on them. So uh, one of them is going to. He's not going to uh, try and come out. He's going to hide behind a rock, and so he's going to have partial cover from you, uh, half cover, sorry, from you, and he's going to whip out a sling, and he's going to take whip at you for fourteen misses. Miss. Okay, that's going to sail past you. And his friend uh, is likewise going to take cover. He's not going to quite get behind the rock, but he's going to try. You're going to take another swipe, and that's going to get 15. Okay, so that hit then. If it matches, it hits. Yeah, it hits. Okay, and he is going to do four damage to you. Cool. Hit you in the shoulder or something. Gimbal. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to draw my short bow. I'm going to take aim at the... There is a building. Between you and him, I thought he were on the Did, opposite side. Did you go on the same side? No, he went on the same side as Rue, which is the opposite yeah. side to you. So there, so, so the building's off to the side. You can't see into this hole. Yeah, yeah. but I can um, see across the across the other side of the hole. Can't so, I? so essentially, if you're if you're looking straight ahead, if the if the the corner of this building was pointing to twelve o'clock, mm-hmm. at nine o'clock you've got Rue, who you yeah. can't see, um, but you you saw him dive off in that direction. At eleven o'clock. You've got Bleak, who is just beyond where most of this building fell. So you can see him, but you can't see into the hole. And at about 10 o'clock, other side of this building is these guys. But the building is sort of going sort of 6 to 12. Oh, right, okay. So and what you, and you, are, you are in a position, you are in like um, 4 or 5 o'clock position. Right, fair enough. <laughs> um, in that case then, <laughs> um, I'm going to head round the hole. Yep, so you can whiz around there, um, say 15 foot diameter. You can get all the way around there with all of your move. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm 25 speed anyway. And so. you can make an attack once you've come around. Mm. If you also want to throw a kind of healing spell on me, that'd be brilliant. You don't know you can do that. I know. Yeah. Say, <laughs> yeah. uh, Are you in a bad way? I've got two hit points left. You're in a bad way? Yeah. Okay. So I'm basically, I'm going to run around. Not going to be as, obviously, I'm not going to be able to tell how badly he's injured because it's dark. And I'd say you can probably tell. Like, he's, he's been hit in the head, he's bleeding. Oh, all right, okay, cool. So I'm going to take that many points away from you, like hit you in the head, and it's like you've got you've got a nasty scalp wound. Okay, so, okay, school, school, cool. So um, I'm going to run around the hole. Um, I'm not, I can't see into the hole because it's dark. I can see him. He's on the floor. He's injured. Um, I'm going to sort of drop to my knees next to him. And nervous habit. I'm going to pluck the strings on the harp. I, I, there's nothing I can do. I can't make you better. And I've got my healing word. Cool. So as you pluck the strings of your harp. Uh, nervously, it's a wanting desperately to make this man better, a story occurs to you about yeah. the, the healing hands of, let's say... Glen Horrock. Glen Horrock, yes, <laughs> excellent. Who uh, sort of was, a, was an errant knight who 
uh, went and found the fountain of youth and evermore was able to heal with the touch. Cool. Um, it's 1d4 plus spell mod. I don't know what my spell mod is. Spell mod is that attack modifier thing, your attack bonus. Spell attack bonus. Oh, right, okay, so that's proficiency plus charisma, so I'll get plus two, plus two. So would that give me a plus four? It's plus four. Cool, so let's hold, let's hold roll in it. Four. Five. Plus four. Oh, wait, that's wrong D4, never mind. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Four. Ooh, plus four. Eight hit points. Eight Brilliant. Points. That gives me back to health. Full health. Thank you. Cool. So um, um, right, right now I'm just sort of like, ah, what's this happened? is. Yeah. So you're you're gonna sort of be slightly freaking out about this. You had a nasty wound on your forehead, and you were feeling really, really, really under the weather about this. This this was hurting, and he's come along, and you've heard his music, and it seemed that the notes actually flowed into you. This music physically went into you. And you feel a lot better. That pain stopped. Cool. And this is fucking weird. <laughs> Carad. Yeah, I want to make my way over as well. All right. So you can yeah. get around there. You can. You, you've got thirty-five movement. Uh, twenty-five. Same 20, as me. Twenty-five. 25. Okay. Yeah. You can get around to the same place as him. Um, and Great. you know, you can draw a bead on these guys if you like. You'll be able to see these guys in the pit. Yeah. Let's do. Let's do that. Um, okay. What do you want to do? Can I? Can I draw my longbow? You most certainly can. You don't know why. Okay. I want to draw my longbow and just take aim at the first person I see. Cool. Uh, I'm going to say the first person you're going to see is the person who does not have cover because they're not hiding behind a mm. rock. They're, they're trying to and failing. Um, so go for it. Roll for it. D20. You have played this for like six months. I know. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> Three. Three plus your... Plus five. Is eight. Is eight, yeah. which is not going to hit him. That yeah. skitters off into the hole. Rue? I am going to fire Frostbite at um, one of the guys that I can see. Uh, do you want calls... to describe how this happens? <clears throat> this is the first time this has happened to you. You do not know that you can do this. I focus in on one of them that I can actually see, and I feel this kind of cold, not, not like a fiery, hot kind of hatred to him, but a very cold, methodical kind of hatred towards this creature. And as I start to feel this sensation forming through me, and I look at the creature, Frost starts to appear on the creature and a thin layer of frost kind of like spreads out from over his shoulder and across his body and covers so, him entirely. Do, do, you, do you roll for this? Well, target takes a constitution saving and if fails, um, takes 1d6 cold damage. So your DC is your spell DC, which is? Um, spell save DC? or just... Spell DC is 8 plus your proficiency plus your spell casting ability. So spellcasting ability, which is 16 plus... No, which is your modifier. Oh, ah, so 5 plus... So you, you've got your, your your spell attack modifier on there, haven't you? Uh, your plus whatever to spells? Yeah, plus okay. 5. It's that plus 8. Okay, so 13 then. 13, so your spell save DC is 13. Oh, well, yeah, okay, sorry, yeah. Okay, so it's 13 there. and I've got... It's a constitution? Constitution, yes. And he's not going to make it. Okay. Um... So, so describe what happens to this guy. Um, so yeah, he becomes a bit sluggish and a bit confused by the fact that there's all this frost falling on him and he's a bit distracted by it all and he takes three damage. Takes three damage? Yeah. Okay. Chill blames. Yeah. So you see him visibly slow down. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a disadvantage to any attacks on him. Disadvantage to any attacks that he makes? Um, or he ha or people who attack him have I'll tell you what, I'll read out the full thing instead of my yeah, updated one. Still quite new to me, all this. Um, 
You cause numbing frost to form on one creature that you can see within range. The target must take a constitution saving throw. On a fail save, the target takes 1d6 damage, which is the 3, and is at disadvantage on the next weapon attack rolled uh, roll it makes before the end of its next turn. Okay. Yep. It's so it's it has disadvantage on the yeah. attack. Okay, cool. Um, anything else you want to do? You've still got movement. Uh, I've only got 15 feet's worth of movement, so I might move closer to these guys, but that's about it. Okay, cool. So, so you want to sidle up to the, the pack that's yeah. forming? Okay. Yeah. Um, Kara, just so you know, as you've got your bow out, you do not have your shield in play because your bow is a 200 weapon. Okay. Bleak! Cool. I, I'm a bit shocked why the blood stopped. I'm just looking at you in a bit of disbelief, but I can like put that to the back of my mind. But we'll have to have a word of it later. I'm gonna peer down into the hole, ready the hand crossbow and attack the guy that's just been frozen. Okay, so you see a guy who is frozen and like, what the fuck? No, yeah. just go with it. Just go with it. <laughs> I've just like fields of this kind of thing. It's like right, where, where is happening right now? This, just, this uh, is the chap who does not have cover, so you can attack him. Go for it. Oh. Go. Unless that metagame you want to attack someone who isn't frozen. Because the guy that's frozen is going to be attacking with disadvantage. So he's not as big a threat. Yeah, you've just seen this guy freeze up. Right. Whereas he's got an able-bodied guy who hit you, who's next to him. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, then I'll fire it in. The if you want to take revenge. Yes, yeah. yes. Awesome. So go for it, roll it. Uh, 15. 15, and... Because he's got half cover, he's got plus two to his AC, but it's still going to hit. Cool. And uh, my damage is six. Damage is six. Okay, describe how you take this mook out. I kind of like peer over, then I kind of like peer back again. I know where he is, and I kind of like quickly dart over the hole, fire, get him. So it's kind of like a up check, fire. So it's just like kind of like a awesome pot shot kind of. Yep. You need two. You need two hand crossbows so you can do the dive with a double pistol. Something. Uh, okay, and it's going to be the chap who's just been frozen. He, he's not looking good. Oh, people, sorry, people starting to post Star Wars stuff. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the benefit of the audio, we are recording on the sixteenth of April when the Star Wars trailer has just come out. And I haven't seen it, and it's killing me. Um, yeah, and I. Have recent well for the last couple of years I've been working on a theory that I don't want to know any spoilers, don't want to watch any trailers, don't want to read any reviews, nothing. Biddy is the worst person in the room for a geek. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry guys, but you know, you know, out of all the various options, because I've done the whole read everything, watch everything, and you know what, knowing nothing about it going into the cinema, it's amazing. Because mm. just every everything as it as it happens is just like no oh my pre- god, and, no oh my god. And, no preconceived ideas. Yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. I highly recommend it, but it's hard. It so really is. We're back in the room. We've got a target-rich environment, and this guy's confused because he's just somehow freezing in summer. So uh, it's going to be uh, one, two, three, four. Oh, so he's going to uh, take another swing at Bleak, and he's 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 actually he's dropped his sling. Because it's all like froze and like ah, so he's he's going to draw his sword uh, that he's got um, at his back. He's sort of dropped his pick. He's drawn his sword and he's going to charge up this uh, this slope to you. And he's, he's going to have disadvantage. He's got double disadvantage, but it, it doesn't stack, okay? Because he's coming up. You've got high ground and all that sort of stuff. 
Be very glad that you had disadvantage. Be very, very glad. Be ecstatic. Um, so he's he is going to miss. He's going to get over the top of this thing. And he's just going to swing wide as his foot slips on something. Gimbal. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, be a bit like whoa, work because this guy's just basically appeared in my face. Knee-jerk reaction. I'm just going to draw my rapier and stab at him. No, I'm not even going to aim or anything. I'm just going to stab at him. Uh, yeah, I fail with that. Um, <laughs> was it? Okay, I can't attack bonus. Even with the attack bonus, it's nine. Okay, that's not going to hit. So he slips and he sort of draws you away from the stab that you're going to put through his chest. Yeah. Anything else to do? Um, no, I'm, I'm I'm mostly just sort of I'm still dazed. I like, I don't know what's happened to Malone. I'm just I'm just sort of sat there like, what have I just done? Oh, this <laughs> thing's on my face. <laughs> Poke it. That's the thing. Have you let them call you Malone yet? No. Just bleak. Okay. I thought he was just bleak to his friends. All right, it's so you, you you've been around me long enough to five um, days. What? Yeah, five days. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, Plus, I, I, I like don't know. Remember, oh, you, yeah. you know each other. It's just this. This is that's where the action starts. Oh, it's all fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm just like I'm, I'm just like I said. I'm shocked that I've healed bleak. I've never done this before. It's weird. It's in my face, and then there's this creature, and I just like randomly stab it, and then I'm just I'm, I'm mostly just sort of like don't know what's going on. Okay, Carahad. Um, I want to finish that off. You finish him off? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go for it. How are you going to do that? With a crossbow. With your longbow? Yeah, sorry. No, You're firing uh, fairly point blank. He's, he's not um, right up against you, but he's like you know, five, ten feet away from you. So you're going to roll with advantage because he's with, well within range. Um, so you're going to roll twice <laughs> and take the higher result. Well, he first rolls a 19. So. <laughs> yeah, 19. Yeah. 19, 19 plus... Uh, 19 plus 5. So 24. 24. Always do the mass because I'm stupid. Um, 13. 13 damage? Hell yeah. You're going to knock this guy into next week. Tell me what you do. Um, so I'm just going to run a dim stab him. With an arrow. With an yeah. arrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, with your longbow. You're going to stab him with the end of your longbow. Please do that. Hey, those, things, those things have horn on Because if you're doing sharp. that, you would not get advantage because this is a ranged attack. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to hit him with the arrow, and so yeah, with all the other stuff that's been going on, he just um, just falls back, and he's done. Cool, and leaves us like a little trail of frost behind him, going down into this, this thing. And as he disappears into the, this hole, he's all like his upper body sort of disappears into the top of the hole that they cleared, and you're going to see hands coming up, removing the bodies, bringing them down into the pit, widening the hole, and the building on the other side of the street collapses into another hole. Another hole appears 20 feet down in the middle of the street. You can see the marketplace from where you are and you can see that already, while you're fighting these guys, a hole has appeared there and there are at least 20 attackers streaming out of this hole, going in all directions. I feel out what I, what I think is going on. Can I voice it to the group? It's five days earlier. <laughs> Bleak, you've tried. You are out of the city. Yes, I am on my way to freedom. Are you, what's everyone else doing? Well, I, I've just, I've just shouted to Carahad that he was leaving. Right now, I'm just sort of stood there, like not, not sure what else to do. My, my character is very confused. Rune, would you like to be at the gate at this point? You can, you can start, you can start appearing. You might or if you want to shout be, that he's leaving, if you want to be doing other things, you can do other things. But this is your opportunity. I'm, I'm, so you can't do it. So this is the point in which you're trying to 
Well, yeah. I, I, I've, I've shouted to Karahad. Mm-hmm. You might have heard me shout to Karahad yeah. that, that Bleak's leaving. Okay. But he, he is out at this point. He is gone. Oh, he's, he's gone. out. Oh, yeah, whistling a okay. tune. Yeah, you see which way <laughs> he went. This. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come back to the group. So you, you've, arrived, you've arrived just in time to, to hear him shout, he's Scarpa, and you can see the back of yeah. Black's head as he sort of disappears around the corner. What are you all doing? Um, let's yeah. go around the table. So you, you've already done a thing. Um, Karahad, what's your reaction to this? I'm going to put down all the stuff and all, <laughs> all the, yeah, all the barrels and things. I'm just going Drop to the child. Yeah, yeah, the small family. I'm going, to, I'm going to come to these guys and say, like, oh, are we going to get him back or are we going to go after him? You're the only one with an armband. We can't leave. Uh, true, true. Well, I'm going to go after, I'm going to go after Bleak then and try cool. to... Are you actively trying to melt into the shadows or are you... Yeah, for all you know, I, I could be going to help someone. But no, no, you, you know, you know. <laughs> You yeah, I'm. Um, well, there's not much shadow. So is, it, is, it, is it midday? It's early evening now. Yeah, then the I'm, action's been happening. I'm uh, pretty much trying to disappear. Okay, yeah. guys, do we do we want to go after him? Because I know you've got your band, so I mean, mm. you've got an excuse to leave him. Yeah. We could we could get a band. I think I know a way of maybe helping get that. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, so I've got a plus four to stealth, so I'm going to roll. So just before you do that, these guys, what are you going to do? So you're going to go to this this clerk? I'm going to go to the clerk and I'm going to use my cantrip of minor illusion. He obviously has a person who's directly above him who you know, tells him what he has to do and everything. I'm going to cast that person's voice. I don't know whether I need to know what this guy sounds like to be able to do this or whether I can just do it. I would say that you have uh, open to you as a warlock. You have an invocation which allows you to in- I- I- impersonate other things. Okay, then. Uh, or no, there's a feat that does that as well. Um, I think I might be thinking of the feat. So there's going to be a check involved to see. Yeah, well, no, there is. It's a, you... it's a, it's his. Um... Or your illusion could simply be that it is a superior mm. to him. Mm. This is playing on his mind. Mm. Anyone else isn't going to see this. Well, the, the system is that um, if he chooses to investigate this he does an investigation intelligence versus my dc spell save okay and if, if if he fails that then yeah he's, he's just convinced by it if he passes it then he, he realizes that it's a trick okay so i want you to roll a deception please and we'll see if he feels like he is going to investigate okay. charisma uh, deception okay well what what this superior is actually saying because regardless of how i roll he, he still says it because it's a cantrip it's from around the corners you can't see him this this authoritative voice booms out oh these two gentlemen make sure you give them bands uh, they're already pre-approved just just get 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 them sent out very dismissive kind of just get on with it kind of command and that is a 10 plus uh, ooh, 15 which is the number you were looking for um <clears throat> Uh, yeah, he's going to buy this. Two armbands coming your way. Cool, cool. And then are we all three going to run after him? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Can we roll perception check to see if we can see where he's going? Or to see if we can spot him trying to hide with I his think that perception might have to go against my stealth. It might have to. What's your stealth check? It's 16. 16? So you are looking for a perception check. Wisdom perception. I roll 15. <laughs> 20. <laughs> nice. Uh, seven. I think you might have to switch out to Paladin. <laughs> <laughs> seven. All right. So 
Yeah. Um, so if a homing beam gimbal, <laughs> gimbal thinks that you, you think you can sort of, you sort of get a glimpse here and there, like maybe it's in, but like then you realise you've been looking, the, you've been looking in the wrong direction, like so you sent you the wrong way. Um, Rue, this this guy just disappeared. You have no idea. Um, maybe your your mind is still in the thing that you just accomplished because you weren't. You know, was that a conscious thing that you were trying to make happen, or was it just a thing that you desired and it, and it happened? It's um, a lot of my powers are uh, new to me, and they just within the storyline, they're just happening to me for the first time. But that's one that I discovered very early on because it taps directly into kind of like your subconscious imagination and stuff. So it just happened to me a few times before so I started. You've got experiment. a handle on controlling it. Yeah, so it's the, it's the only one that I really feel I've got any handle on at the minute. So yeah, but, but while you were concentrating on that, to stay in control of it, yeah, yeah, you, you, you know. Bleach just melted. Karahad, you know exactly where he's going. You've been you've been going uh, <laughs> around this you've been going around this this Falberg now for a good few hours. You know where someone's going to go if they're trying to scarper. Um, and so, rather than necessarily seeing him go all the way, you just knew where to look. Okay. And okay. you see him sort of smugly, kind of walking off in the shadows. Uh, so you're going to see him. What do you want to do? I don't want to shout because I think you're going to just dash off anyway, and you don't want us don't to follow. Know, so. <laughs> I just want to like direct these guys just to keep on following me and then just sneak up on him. Okay, you can sneak up on him? Sneak up. I don't think you're sneak. If you want to roll a stealth, you can do that. Okay, I'll try stealth. <laughs> do we, should we all roll stealth? Yeah. Uh, roll me a perception as well, please. Ah, uh, fail. Six. <laughs> Twenty. Twenty! <laughs> yeah, that's off. Yeah. Two. Right, that's Two! <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just call it a night, lads. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Can I use those dice next week? No. <laughs> Jeez, he really doesn't even need this bleeding thing. I'm, I might have to destroy that die. Um, I'll let you keep it for tonight, but I'm destroying that die tonight. I'm throwing it away. Can I look at that dice for just a second? I'm just I'm trying to see just dice rub off yeah. a bit of... Actually, I can't, no, I can't destroy that one because that's the one of the, the starter set ones. Shit! I can't destroy it. Fuck! Fuck, fuck, fucking shit, fuck, fuck shit. I'll roll your burritos, man. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know how many burritos I've been done out of right now? Oh, Christ. You never know. Even the, the so- 19's a kebab, you know? <laughs> For the sake of the listeners at home, uh, me and Adam have just been rubbing our D20 up against it to try and rub off a bit. <laughs> Can you rephrase that, please? <laughs> <laughs> That's D20's what he calls it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, you, you, your perception was? 13. 13, you do not notice. Like, Carahan's uh, actually going to, he's going to go a different way and cut you off. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, cut you off at a pass. Okay. Like, he knows a shortcut. You knew the sneaky way, but he knew the shortcut because he's not sneaking in, in that way. So, he's, he's not trying to be not spotted by other people, just not by you. So, he managed to get around and cut you off. So, you're going to be right in front of him as, as, as you round this corner. What are you going to do? What's your reaction? Where the fuck did you come from? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you here? Shouldn't you be helping other people? I think you should be helping as well. Really? Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be helping. I'm going to be helping myself. Everything will be fine. I'll be back in a few days. And we'll go about our ways then. There's going to be no one around to help you, to pay you for the hit jobs you do at this rate. Are we caught up with them now at this point? So you can be, yeah. Yeah, so we're there as well. You do know there's a very high chance that this marauding army is going to kill everyone in that in that keep, and you want to help. Yeah, yeah, but uh, we're in the Badlands. We're in the, the wilds at the minute. Where exactly are you going to go? Every town within a sensible distance has been ransacked by these guys. Not every town. That's where I'll be going. To right. a town that art isn't. Where the north? 
Where are the north? Everyone in! And everyone drops what they've got and runs into the town. Me. It's up to you. Literally everyone has dropped what they're doing, and has, including the people with armbands and the guards. They've all dropped what they're doing, and they have run full pelt back to the gate. Gimbal's just more like, we should get inside. <laughs> yeah, I think we should get back inside. Mm. Who wants to look to the north? Me. I think, well, is roll. Where, where the Foulberg is, is it's sort of in the north. Let's all roll, roll for it. Roll, roll, roll. do one of those things, <gasps> everyone. Ooh. You? Oh. Yeah, natural to Oh, ouch. Three. Three. <laughs> Fourteen. Oh my god, so so it, it worked then, naturally funny, so... <laughs> Apparently, yeah. you did it first as well. Can, uh, I, can, I, can, I, can I just... No! <laughs> 17. 17. Anyone who rolled underneath a 15? 3. Yep. You are going to see smoke. <clears throat> what you think is smoke or dust rising. Uh, if you roll higher than a 3, you see that this is dust on the horizon coming towards you. As someone who's travelled a lot, you know the horizon's about 3 miles away. That's, that's about what it is for someone of your height. Is that, that's about as far as it goes. The bush is obviously too, I, too tall next I was to, gonna say, to see over well, there's, there's houses and shit. All I can see is a cloud. <laughs> for the 17, was it? So for 17, Bleak, you are going to see this dust rising and you are going to start seeing like the, the tops of you know things on poles and stuff like that moving around and just around. So there are things being carried. Put two and two together, you know this is not good. Room. Mm. It's a fucking army. You you sort of see off into the distance, and as you look and you're 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 focusing in, um, whether it's like a trick of the heat haze or something, you sort of see a bit further, and you see a lot of these people are wearing red, which you know to be. So you you know this is the sort of what peasants in Kotev wear a lot of red. This is a Kotevari army coming your way. This has not happened in a long time. It's dark. Things have just exploded out of the hole in front of you. Things have exploded out of all sorts of pits around you. And putting two and two together, you know that these are sappers. They've come in under the cover of the attack. It's been happening all night. And as you look around, you notice that they are disappearing into houses. They're not charging the walls. They're not charging the keep. They're going into houses. Even the people who've come out of the pits that you're in have took, take, took one look up looked at you and scarped out the other side where they'd opened it up out on the other side that you can't see and go up the other side you see them come out of the hole disappearing into buildings and of the first lot that you saw across the marketplace the first people to surface and come out in force you see that they're already coming out of buildings and they're carrying women children maybe two to a person maybe one with two children under his arm old men anyone who's not actively engaged in the defense of the city and they're disappearing back down the hole. Who wants to roll me a perception, please? I will. Or, <laughs> or, <laughs> nature. Um, 16 perception. Can I roll nature. for both? Can I roll for both? No, no, no. One or the other. Bollocks. Oh, five. Uh, 14 for nature. 16 for perception. 17 for nature. Okay. Gimbal, you're, you're still kind of weirded out, but you've been pulling magic out of your ass today, and... You know, you've noticed that you've been giving this energy to people. It's the first time you really sort of notice that this is something coming from you. Mm-hmm. Things are weird. Things weird happening. You sort of looking at your heart, going, "How this? How? How would I heal this guy with this? This is heavy, man." The rest of you are going to look into this hole. You're going to see these people erupting out and look down and past the frost on one 
corpse. You know, you sort of see you know this guy's ankles sort of peeking out of the hole. But you can see the two other guys that were dropped, and you're going to notice that on the exposed skin, that not all of it is skin. Some of it appears to be scales. And that's where we'll call it for the night. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons is owned by Wizards of the Coast. Music was Shards of Glass by Louis Barabbas and the Bedlam Six. Game World is an original creation by Paul Bennett and Robert Sanderson. You can contact us on swordnutradio at gmail.com, that's swordnutradio at gmail.com, or Twitter at swordnut. Thanks for listening. Elden, 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 Elden. Godzilla! Yeah, Jurassic is Godzilla. Yeah, just picture this dwarf just sort of rolling in. That got me out of the doghouse for a good long time. <laughs> so that's that's why if you, get, if you get on there, you're a super mega fan and you deserve to be ridiculed <laughs> for liking our shitty stuff enough. When Mike is doing his um, Star Trek stuff, we advertise well in advance and we see if we can get some red shirts. So you come on and you are supposed to die. That is the point of yeah. you. <laughs> you don't have any stats, you don't have things, you are there to come in and die. And some red shirts. Yeah. I do not. I- that's brilliant idea, I love it. What I love even more is the fact that through sheer chance of bizarre as one of those red shirts might survive to be a regular character. It'll be like a they might go from He's a, gonna die, but when? Was it a, go from a red shirt to a wedge? Yeah. You remember me tools, three musical weapons of your choice. Three musical weapons? Oh, sorry, three musical weapons. <laughs> is that inter- how you use them? <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you ever seen the damage you can do with a triangle? <laughs> you are Elkabon. <laughs> Modify it. I'm announcing a lot of Star Wars stuff today. Why is it so... See, I don't have a name! Yeah. Because um, yeah, I can use protection. Yeah. yeah. I did find a tumbleweed effect for your Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, this last this, um, uh, episode of Inspector's Unboxing sound effects in it. Um, oh it's alright! <laughs> no, nothing, actually, no sound effect you've put on is going to be more disturbing than the one you did yourself. <laughs> that was, yeah, that made me feel a bit sick. <laughs> so, are we basically ready to roll? Huh? 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 Like roll, because we're using dice. When you actually listen to it, when The joke was implied, but I said it. You're going to hear like audience background laughter. Yeah, No physical dice in the helmet. No soul. No soul. I like it. For the benefit of the audio, Mike is using... Fight Club T20. iOS app. Yes. Cool. And it has no soul. Um, <laughs> sorry, what did you roll? More fake dice. Gay icon that you are. Does anyone else find it ironic that, that the most anti-gay person on the planet is a gay icon? Like, he's, he's clearly screaming. It's just, it's all that naked, shirtless horseback riding. He's just, yeah, bit of a giveaway. Really. And now, I, I don't want to say anything bad about people who do judo as well. But, you know, there's a lot of wrestling with men. And when you add it up with a naked horseback riding, it's it's a bit on the nose. And it, we also want to make it quite clear that we're in no way, shape or form saying being gay is a bad thing. We're just saying being Vladimir Putin is a bad thing. Yeah. So, being, yeah. Being, being homophobic because you're probably gay and then persecuting, <laughs> like, what's, what, 10% of the population of Russia? Mm. That's a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's come down. I don't think anyone's come down on that, that stand so far. <laughs> um, political stuff. We'll get that in. Um, 
Hopefully we'll get letters. Write in! Write in, everyone. Yes, everyone listening, write in, give us a random fact and your thoughts. Especially if you are Vladimir Putin, I would love to see what Vladimir Putin's random facts would be like from the KGB files. It's, it's like literally just like, uh, just bite in and go, Hi, I'm, I'm Vladimir from the Kremlin, and my random fact is that when Paul was five, he fell off a garden fence and... <laughs> he never told anyone, but... Or, or one in five D&D players get poisoned. <laughs> or one in, five, one in five D&D players poison themselves with Polonius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except for their official stance now. Um, did you read that? The guy who got polonium poisoning. Their excuses. He probably ingested polonium in his tick by accident at some other point. <laughs> yeah, because you know, that, that stuff's just floating around. Everywhere, probably yeah. handing radioactive material. Didn't realise it. Does legitimately. The spoon was in the wrong pot. Thought it was sugar. No. Skype stuff. You fucker. Because these walls are made of paper. Yeah. The fucking fire station. Really thin walls. <laughs> And you have been in each other's company in whatever sense. So if you want to figure out how that is, then you know, now is the time. Um, because I will be asking you as part of the game. All right. Um, I'll let him read out his own ability scores when he's done. Yeah, like twenty-eight or something. Fucking beast mode. He's got he's got twenty health strength. That's not bad. Not nineteen dexterity. Which means you're preternaturally dexterous. Cool. Um, yeah, so I do, do a backflip and land on a bleeding pin. All right, I Okay, at 18 for dexterity, if I chucked you five random objects, including a chair, you would be able to juggle them. Cool. It is 18 is the pinnacle is the pinnacle of what is possible for a human. Cool. Okay. Um, at 19, you could juggle them while having a backflip at the same time. You are talking daredevil type. Studded leather is actually leather with little bits of metal sewn to it on the inside. It's, it's got a stud, it's got a, um, a rivet. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you this thing um, to, to think about as well, is that in Kerriba, which is where you're going to start, all of you are aware of each other. You have been in this place for a long time, at least months. Um, using it as a base of operation and your general abode. Okay, so if you're flitting about everywhere doing odd jobs in villages and towns and other cities even, this is where you come home, all right? Um, or at least this is what you've been calling home for a good while now. You will also, you do need to figure out how uh, Malorn, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, Malorn, or Bleak, as you might know him, fits into your group, because he does. Okay? Okay. So you need to figure that out. Start figuring. I could just be like a really shady character that you need to. And we've got to have known him. How long? Yeah. How long have we? Months, been... years. You you have been out of what people would generally call the lands of the Great River for years. Okay. Okay. The thing that happened to you happened a long time ago. Well, I've probably seen you around about anyway, mm -hmm. because yeah. I tend to travel around from village to town to pub to you know anywhere local. Um, Basically, singing for my supper, getting, you know, basically just making a bit of gold here, here, there, wherever I can. Okay. Um, so I've probably seen you round about in pubs, villages, or whatever. Okay. Um, I'm more than happy to be the shady character that just turns up and if you ever want anything done, or things to go missing, or people to go missing. I think actually, probably the reason. 
So floor, friends in low places. I was going to kind of roll. I was going to kind of role play this as part of the getting to know each other bit when the game started. But sorry, floor, debts in in low places, not friends, debts. Okay, you owe someone. Yeah, I was going to role play this as part of the game, but seeing as we're kind of skipping over that introduction part, um, we meet, as in me and you personally meet by um, pick your place, tavern, market, wherever. Yeah, I see you. And I'm like, <laughs> like this, and I come kind of like bounding over to you, and I'm like, like this, hey. kind of like, just kind of like. Why are we not recording this? <laughs> we are like, recording. I'm like, so I'm like this, I, I can't quite believe oh, what I'm seeing. Random stamping noises. Yes. For the benefit of the audio, <laughs> describe what you did. Um, I poked him. And then I ran around him with a quizzical and uh, and amused look on my face while skittering from one side to the other, trying to take him all in. It was weird. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. it was supposed to be. Used. Mm. So yeah, what what I said does yeah. hold. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so with that in mind, and um, I'm amusingly, I'd like to think that maybe you thought I was hitting on you. Yeah, <laughs> which became. Yeah, okay. Which became very self-evident mm. straight away that I wasn't, but my interest in you has not kind of waned. Waned, right, okay. And right. as a result, I've kind of That's dragged you into the group. Yeah, I've, okay. I've got uh, an interesting thing that you're... I've just rolled a one on your defining event, all right? It's part of the background stuff. Yeah. So if you like this, is that you stood up to a tyrant's agents. He might have been one of those agents. And be you developed a respect for each other based on that, that it didn't go south. Okay. You are on okay. good terms with each other. This is a stipulation. Okay. Let's go for that. Yeah, I like that. So what what were you doing? Me. So what 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 who you know, what tyranting were you doing? What what uh I think I was probably hired to kick the shit out of quite a few people. But you put the fighters on some people and maybe yeah. you maybe you thought Either you were hired, you know, you were the A team at that point, um, uh, or you were you you were just in the right place at the right time. Set up to yeah, and I didn't kill you because you were you actually stood up and was like right yeah, okay maybe you weren't uh, interested grudgingly in... respect yeah. your stature and skill <laughs> maybe like you're not interested in killing people just you know you're not doing that kind yeah. of stuff. You maybe do you buy a coat? Like I got the impression that you lived for something other than kicking the shit out of people. Killing. Yeah, it's actually a like you could probably right? lift up him with okay. with one arm. Yeah, how, yeah, one arm. You know, kind of like I'm going to break you if you don't <laughs> stop. <laughs> 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 um, so, <clears throat> or sort of, you know, I'm going to stop you. Yeah, you and what army? Just pick up Where a table. Where are you? With that makes it makes sense that you know him because you have this thing, and yeah. then kind of we kind of know you, and yeah. then that's kind of how we met him, and then this is my response to him when I actually yeah. first met him. So, so it's, so it's like I mean, it's like me and you would probably see each other about sort of not really chatted, but maybe sort of like took some solace in each other's comfort as both outcasts. Yeah, well, don't forget you you know me before. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. From from that, I've yeah, seen yeah, I've so. seen you around about so obviously you're, you've been the pot boy at this bar. Ah, uh, wait, you know. So, these guys don't know this. So, mm. I'm thinking, with you two, 
you understand that you know his secret and that is a position of confidence yep. and that has led to a certain closeness between you either that being kind of like we'll keep your enemies close kind of thing and which has then turned into an actual rapport because you get on mm. also i'm saying it's like we you know we've we spent time together we we both sort of outcast we've taken comfort from each other and stuff and like we've sort of got a sort of friendly sort of yeah. thing going back and forth how much of a sense of humor do you have about it um it kind of depends who's making fun about it to be honest and how obvious they're being about what it is yeah no, it's... Okay. um anyway oh because i'm gonna have to edit that um uh, house rules. We have house rules for using healers kits. You all have a healers kit. Get ten uses of it, and you roll a uh, you, you roll a wisdom medicine check based on the strength of that check. You get to roll a particular die to to heal up. It's, it's no longer just a flat um, stabilization of a dying character. You get to actually heal from it because none of you are healers. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's one there's one part time healer in the bard. Do you want to do my? I will. As well. um, some of the more eagle-eyed among the listeners will notice that as a warlock, um, Adam slash Rue should have two cantrips. Correct. You have three. What are they, Bubba? Um, Eldritch Blast, um, Frostbite, and Minor Illusion. Okay. Um, he has an extra cantrip because in a game of Munchkin that we played on Tabletop Day... Um, one of the deals I made for him was uh, in one of the winning plays, which I didn't end up winning, but we still made the deal, was that it, with his full backing, I would wingman for him on the next Munchkin game and give his character an extra cantrip. It was an important game. Mm. <laughs> I've never yet won a game of Munchkin. I didn't win then except when Gang yeah. got me. And but despite, still, <laughs> despite bringing some seriously heavy moves to the game. Seriously heavy. Seriously heavy. I mean, I've never seen numbers that high in Munchkin <laughs> before. Someone who shall remain nameless <laughs> screwed it up on the last, very, very last moment with a very, very well placed card. Mm-hmm. And I'm not bitter at all. 